0: Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up to date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. We're so glad to have you with us once again. We really appreciate you tuning in with us each and every week, and we would love to hear back from you. We would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening to our show. We love being with you, and we love knowing how we're doing. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what your favorite parts are. If it's when Tanya makes fun of me all the time, or calls me out, or I say something ridiculous, or smell spell something smell something wrong. See, I'm doing it right now. Spe- Spell something wrong on the outline or whatever it may be. Uh, let us know. Let us know what your most practical favorite tips are. How the show has been most helpful to you, or if you have a favorite memory of something we've done or covered along the way, feel free to let us know. Today's episode, we are going back a little bit. We covered this topic a few years ago, pre-pandemic, and we thought maybe it's time to uh, take another look at it. And that is how to beat the heat at Walt Disney World. So it's no secret, it gets a little warm and toasty down in Central Florida, and this is a great way we talk about a few great ways, actually, on today's show on how to beat the heat. We hear from several of you that are out there. A lot of you have some great uh, practical tips on some things that have worked well for you. So thank you for contributing and for being a part of this little community that we have. So we hope that you enjoy this show. Let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday. It is June the 7th, 2022. And our show today is a top tip top tips episode, and it's how to beat the heat at Walt Disney World, how to beat the heat at Walt Disney World. And again, we kind of like mentioned this sort of in passing uh, every now and then, especially as it gets closer to the summer. We talk about how it's always hot in Florida um, and just sort of mentioned some things along the way to do. Uh, in March of 2019, uh, we weren't even in this house yet, um, you know, still like just with my phone on a tripod. Still have these two pictures of Mickey and Oswald in the back uh, were there, but we did a show complete on the, completely on this particular topic. So I would love to know, I would absolutely love to know what your favorite way to beat the heat is at Walt Disney World. Uh, please drop that in the comments. This is one of those shows where we can learn from each other. I've already got like a top 11 List that's uh, written down that I pulled from like some previous episodes and pulled from some comments that uh, that some of you already uh, dropped in the live feed earlier. Uh, but again, this is going to be super practical. This is one of those things where uh, you know if you're a travel agent, feel free to share this. Feel free to like steal these if you're planning a trip, you know, by yourself or or whatever the case is. Uh, feel free to um, just use as many or as, or as much of this, um, as you like. So just drop my list. Hang on. There we go. Got the ceiling fan running kind of full speed because it's, you know, that time of the year, um, here in North Alabama. So it's not as warm as it is in, uh, in Florida though. Um, my three-year-old son has like gotten into this thing where he always wants to look at the weather map, uh, and on the weather app on the iPhone, there's a little button you could, this little button you can press that shows like um, a map, like like the temperature map, sort of using like reds and greens and yellows and stuff. You know, if it's dark red, that means it's super hot. If it's you know cooler blue, that means it's a little bit you know, cooler. Obviously, um, and then there's one map where it talks about air quality, and then the other one um, is about precipitation. So we've been like looking at those uh, a lot, and uh, it has clearly <laughs> been warmer about. I would say seven to ten degrees warmer in Central Florida right now uh, than it is here in North Alabama. But you know, wait a month and we'll we'll catch it. We'll catch up to you. So, um, very glad to be with you all here once again tonight. Again, uh, it's just me. Yeah, <laughs> Jen says classic John. A list of eleven tips and tricks. Love it. There we go. Um, so. Jen has a question. We'll we'll throw this up there because she always asks good questions. Can travel agents book Run Disney for us? I don't like the anxiety that goes with in-person signups, but I want to sign up for the Princess 5K in person. That is a very, very good question. The answer to that is no, but um, we cannot book the race registrations as of right now. Um, Run Disney and kind of the Walt Disney Travel Company are sort of like two wings of um, of Walt Disney Travel at large, I guess. It's sort of an event side, and then there's like the resort and like ticket side of things so they, they both sort of host it in the same area and do the same thing but there's sort of two different systems that um, need to talk to each other and as of right now those systems are not talking to each other so we cannot um, book a race registration and a room and hotel you know ticket package uh whereas we used to we used to be able to have like kind of first dibs uh we can get in there early and book your room book your race registration even throw like travel protection on there that would cover the whole thing you know the race registration in case you got canceled the 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 travel protection disney travel protection would cover that Uh, but no longer as of right now we can only book the race registration the uh room and hotel uh Uh, And ticket packages. So I've already been booking some rooms for folks for the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend in January of 21. Um, We'll be there uh, tomorrow. You'll be able to look at the room and tickets for for Princess uh, as it comes around. So... But yeah, it's it's kind of a it's it's a valid question. I know that comes up a lot in a lot of uh, Run Disney forums that I'm in. So uh, we'll love to know again our question today: What is your favorite way to beat the heat at Walt Disney World? And uh, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. But let's talk about travel news. To quote a wonderful ballad from Annie: Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is it. Tomorrow is the big day. So. um officially these packages go hot uh they drop at 7 a.m eastern time so 6 a.m central where i am so you know but (laughs) that's also what they said was gonna be the same case roughly ish uh with uh with mickey's not so scary halloween party tickets however those suckers dropped like after midnight so you never know like what's going to happen if they're saying like one time just to sort of spread the love so the system doesn't lock up because it's happened before um this is uh this is going to be kind of i think a test uh in some ways of the booking system so hopefully we as agents traditionally this has been like an absolute insane day um but hopefully it won't be too bad um, I'm, I'm prepped. I've got a VIP list uh, going of clients that we're going to help. Uh, my wife is going to help because I'm actually headed out of town uh, tomorrow morning. She's going to help with, uh, I think, with some of that uh, earlier on. But if you do have questions, if you want to get on our VIP list for 2023 ticket packages, there are a few things that you need to know. Uh, and let's go ahead and kind of pop that up on the screen here. So here's some stuff that you need to know about 2023 Walt Disney World vacation packages, All right. So this these were 2023 Walt Disney World vacation packages. First off is this. Uh, you will, as of tomorrow, June the 8th, we will be able to, or you as the case may be, we would love to as your travel agent. We won't be charging you any extra fees. Uh, book these for you. You will, you will be able to book them up to four hundred and ninety nine days from the current date, four hundred and ninety nine days from the current date. So um, let's see what is let's use the old Google. 499 days from now is October the 19th, 2023. So let's say through mid-October of 23, you'll be able to book uh, your packages. So most people that I've been talking to are like January, February, March, uh, some summer uh, for next year as well, uh, wanting to uh, get people signed up and ready to go. Those people are good. If you're talking holiday season of 23, wait a couple of months, uh, we'll be getting there. So we want to make sure that uh, you're taken care of, that you're set up, uh, that you're ready to go for those and there's some advantages that we'll talk about here in just a second booking early Um, the deposit information is remaining the same so if you're booking a room only basic package uh, which is just the room itself uh, you have to specify room only basic package by the way uh, it's a little bit different than like a regular room only booking it's kind of a weird like travel agent quirk thing um, in a way but the room and ticket packages uh, the deposit for those are only $200 per reservation Again, only $200 per reservation. And if you are traveling as a family, as a larger family or a group, and you have multiple rooms, say you have a family of six or you have a family of eight, whatever the case may be. And, you know, mom and dad have to each stay in a separate room. You're going to request that they be adjoining and, and all those sorts of things it there are ways if you you know work through one of us through travel agent that we can only get you by with one deposit as opposed to two so that's one of the things that that you have to contact us about uh, because it does require a phone call and a little bit extra time but we want to make sure that you are set up for success Um, And that your reservation is set up and ready to go. So feel free to let me know if you have questions about that traveling as a large family. uh, We need to do uh, an episode about that because it's been a while since we've talked uh, specifically about going to Disney uh, as as a large family. So deposit information is the same $200 deposit to lock in your room and ticket package with final payment due 30 days prior to arrival final payment due 30 days prior to arrival. Uh there are no dining plans yet. This is a question that we've been getting quite a bit uh about uh, travel plans for next year. So there are no dining plans yet that have been said that yes, they're coming tomorrow you can add them for 2023. Uh, we haven't heard that yet. Hope we have heard that they're coming. Disney last official word that Disney gave which I think was like very early sometime last year. <clears throat> excuse me. was that we're not ready to bring them back yet, but they are coming. We hear that they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. So uh, hopefully you know, we can get those added. If you decide to go ahead and book your room, if you decide to go ahead and book your room and ticket package uh, at Walt Disney World, yes, you, we can add the dining plan later on if it becomes available. Okay, Just be aware of that. We want to make sure that you have the trip components that you want. However, the dining plan for those of you traditionally, um, if it does become available in the future, it has been something that has been available for on-property guests only. Now, if you're an annual pass holder and you're not buying tickets outright, or you're buying, or you're staying on a military uh, like rate promotion, or you're buying uh, like military rate, you know, tickets on property or or whatever. Yes, you can still uh, you can still have access to the dining plan. Uh, just let us know, and that's something we can we can help you out with. Again, they're not coming out yet. Okay, we hear that they are coming. They're not going to be released tomorrow, as far as we know. All right. Um, next, uh, the ability to pre-purchase Genie Plus was actually pulled from the system from Disney's booking system earlier today, late this afternoon. Um, we had agents going online, and they were no no longer able to modify existing packages to add genie plus in advance now through actually five minutes ago uh you know nine o'clock central time ten o'clock eastern um you're able to call in and and add those Uh, but no longer uh, can you pre-purchase disney plus uh it will have to be purchased as of midnight the day of as far as we know right now now we know that like genie plus is you know, there's some pros and cons to it. It's, it's a great idea, a great concept. And I think when it, when it works, it works well, right? I've used it several times, uh, as an individual, I've used it with friends and and enjoy it. Like, I think it does, it does and it can make a difference. However, you know, there are some things, some twerks that need to be worked out. And when Genie plus first came out, you know, I said, it will not, there's no way it will exist in this current form forever. Right. Disney's, constantly, constantly tweaking, they're constantly innovating, they're, you know, gathering data, they're gathering the research, they're trying to figure out, you know, what works best for their guests, what works best for their company, you know, bottom line. Uh, <laughs> what, what What is best for the overall experience for folks coming into Walt Disney World? So, we saw that with the fast pass system. The regular fast pass system existed for a while. Uh, we saw that with FastPass plus in Walt Disney World. We saw that with Max Pass out on the west coast. So, this is just sort of the newest iteration. Um, we will hopefully see some modifications, some changes to this uh, in the future. I'm fairly certain that Disney doesn't want you know their guests to get a minimum of seven hours of sleep, you know, especially if you've got kids. And I say seven hours because you can they're going to system where you know allegedly you can only pre purchase genie plus you can only purchase genie plus the day of starting tomorrow uh, for you know bookings moving forward as of midnight the day that you're going into a particular park and then the genie plus reservations go live in the system as of 7 a.m so you know that's not a lot of sleep for a long park day if, if you're asking me and i'm not the only one that shares this sentiment i've heard other people share that uh that are out there but i would love to know what you think about that uh if you have any any thoughts uh, about that? Jen, Jen says this. She says, Genie Plus seems good for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. But besides that, I don't think it's good for the other parks at this moment. So I would agree with you. I think uh, Genie Plus uh, for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios makes complete sense. I would say even with the addition of uh, of Guardians, uh, uh, Guardians of Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot, uh, it's I think it's beginning to make more sense. Uh, it's beginning to make more sense. Pre Guardians, pre ratouilles you know, you know the the, the Adventure Ride in France at Epcot. It it wouldn't really make sense that much to me. It just it just would not make sense to have that uh, have that there. But nowadays you can't even at Animal Kingdom. So even if animal you're having Animal Kingdom Day, you're doing a uh, maybe a, a, a split day. At uh, Animal Kingdom, maybe you're going over to Epcot. I think it would make sense. You go there, you rope drop. Maybe wait, you know, thirty minutes or whatever. If you rope drop, flight of passage, maybe you grab one for Navi or Expedition to Everest uh, or one of the other attractions, Kilimanjaro Safari uh, or Kali River Rapids. If it's running during the summer, great ride to go on in the middle of summer. By the way, that's a solid way to beat the heat. Um, lots of great options there. So, all that to say is can't pre-purchase genie plus anymore um you have questions again about that just kind of summed it up a little bit um let me know here's the top reason here to resume your room reserve your room in, in ticket package now so the best pick right the best pick of availability um best time to compare your options you won't be limited by by choice and availability Right, this is the best time. Um, the be- potentially the best pricing as well. And you're like, well, what if Disney drops prices? Disney usually um, Disney usually will actually raise prices. Uh, (laughs) a couple of times a year. Traditionally, they have. Now, if they do come out with a seasonal promotion, uh, like the Disney Plus promotion, if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you can save up to 25%. Or if it's uh, like a seasonal thing where you can save up to 35% or whatever the deal is, right? Or cough, cough, free dining, which don't expect that anytime soon. Um, Any of those options that, that may be coming down the pipeline if there's an option that better suits you if it's at a better price point, and that room is available for that promotion because again these promotions that Disney has comes out have that Disney comes out they have some that are available at regular rack rates, they have some that are available at uh, the the promotional rates for whatever that promotion is. Not everything is it's a limited availability for those promotional rates if those promotional rates are available and you already have an existing ticket package a room and ticket package out there and that existing promotional rate is cheaper. We will absolutely apply it. Saving you money. Uh, I have saved clients hundreds in some cases well over a thousand dollars on their trips through applying those promotional rates for them. And that is something that I love being able to do. At the end of the day, does it mean I make less money? Yes, it does. I'm being transparent here, but I want my clients to feel like they're taken care of. I want them to feel like they're respected and I want them to feel like they're getting the best bang for their buck and the best value for my services, right? So um, uh, there, uh, there are several other reasons um, that are out there as well that I think... Um, would be good to, you know, reserve your room later. Uh, Again, there's flexibility as well. Uh, You you reserve your room, you're like, man, you know, maybe there's this different set of dates that I like better, or there's a different resort or room type that I like better, or you want to add more days, um, or you want to lessen your days, right? I always tell people to try and add, you know, Sign up for as many possible days as you think you're going to be there uh, in advance because it's really hard. It can be really difficult, especially as you get closer, to add on more days. Right? It's typically easier to reduce the amount of your stay, but you know it's not always possible to add uh, the amount of days that you want to stay on there. So, anyway. Um, That's kind of the summary of what um, I think you need to know about your 2023 Walt Disney World vacation packages that are coming down the pipeline here. Um, If you have any other thoughts about that, if there are other things that you think Questions you have uh, about 2023 Walt Disney World vacation packages, feel free to drop those in the comments. Feel free to let them know. So, now let's get on with it. All right. What is your favorite way to beat the heat at Walt Disney World? So, what is your favorite way to beat the heat at Walt Disney World? There are a lot of great tips, very practical, uh, that are out there. And this is something that it's not just a, oh, you know, what's it's just miserable outside, but this can be even like a, a safety thing in some way because heat exhaustion, um, you know, sun strike, all that kind of stuff is, is, is a real thing. We want to make sure that you are uh, hydrated. We want to make sure that you're cool. We want to make sure you're having uh, a great experience. And that's we, as in like me, your travel planner, um, pod- podcast host, whatever. Uh, but we also want to make sure that you're having a good time. And if you're just hot and miserable all the time, it's not fun. And, you know, I, I recognize that uh, a lot of families are limited to summer season season to travel to places like Walt Disney World. So, you know, what do you do? What are some practical things that you can do aside from just like putting a hat on and drinking some water? And we'll talk about that. Um, but what are some things that you can do? So we will love for you to kind of drop those in the comments. Um, Jen already dropped one in there earlier. I'm going to scroll back and see if I can find it because um, this was earlier on let's see here she said oh cooling towels so that um that does do help a lot quite a bit so cooling towels 100 percent great great piece of advice i'm going to go ahead and refresh the uh, feed on facebook so we can pull a few things from there as well because um, that will be uh that'll be helpful so cool stuff um, the Facebook old Facebook messenger is kind of lighting up right now. So if you're hearing those noises, I apologize, but, um, keep on. If you're watching live also, and you're one of those people messaging me, don't worry about it. You're fine. Keep at it. We're good. Some, t- so some top tips to beat the, to here we go. All right. Uh, number one. And usually like I've tried like top seven lists to keep myself like, you know, On focus, but always end up adding more, so uh, the list always grows. So number one, most importantly, stay hydrated. Carry a water bottle with you. Carry um, a like a hydro flask. Carry uh, like a water. What they call like water bladders. They make them in like one liter, one and a half liter, and two liters. Um, that you can stick in some backpacks, um, the camelback sort of things. You can go to places like REI. You can go to, I think, Target. You can buy them on Amazon, of course. You can go to uh, a lot, a great place to buy them, actually, besides just like outdoor stores like REI. Um, it's going to be running stores. Running stores have a variety of them that are made for people that run like marathons or trail races and stuff. I have one um, that I bought, uh, not from a running store, but I found it It's like maybe like 80 bucks or something like that. It's got little spots for like a few different things here and there. Um, So here we go. All right. So uh, yeah, stay hydrated. Carry the water bottle with you. Um, If you have like a resort mug, um, if you have one of the refillable mugs from your resort, you can bring that with you too. Uh, you can fill it up when you leave. You can carry those on the bus, you know, no problem. If it's full of hot coffee, you know, go you, uh, if it's full of like uh, Coke or power aid, whatever. Uh, cause they do have power aid from the like soda fountain drinks at most of the kind of food court refillable areas for, uh, those mugs. Definitely. I would, think about that as well, because you want to make sure not only are you hydrated, but you have those electrolytes um, as well. Um, And then while you're there in the parks during the day, you can actually get free cups of water at any quick service restaurant out there. You can request a free cup of water at any quick service restaurant out there. Um, And you can't like hand them your mug or your water bottle or whatever, but you can dump that cup into said mug. Maybe it'll, you know, stay a little Cooler longer, especially if you have again like a Hydro Flask, a, a, a Yeti, or you know whatever other bottle, Tervis, you know turvis kind of bottle that's insulated. The stainless steel things are amazing. So, uh, really good stuff. So, um, next on the list is to shop. Right, there's gift shops everywhere. You got Main Street. Um, you've got, um, you've got Hollywood Boulevard. Um, you've got the um, Island Trading Company. Um, you've got you've got a bunch of the different places kind of over Animal Kingdom that you can pop in, and we goodness knows it gets warm. Uh, Animal Kingdom. Um, you've got the Connections Cafe, which is a great place to to pop in for a bite um, as well. And uh, you've got a lot of places to to shop and hang out I, I've got, Of course, all the World Showcase pavilions, uh, great place to just to kind of hang out um, and cool down a little bit. Uh, number three, eat at a table service midday. Uh, so maybe plan some of your dining um, experiences at Walt Disney World midday, as opposed to um, later on, or like in the evening, or or earlier on for breakfast. Plan a midday, you know, anywhere from I would say like, you know, eleven until like maybe two. Uh, plan an early or late lunch, or maybe like three o'clock, um, where you're getting out of the sun and you're inside, you're in, you know in AC, you're drinking and you're eating, and you're just you know. Having a good old time. Um, so, plan your table service uh, meals midday. And I'll also say one of the other advantages to that are kind of twofold. Uh, if you're trying to plan for a place like maybe, I don't know, Space 220 at Epcot, it's one of the more popular places to be, or Via Napoli at Epcot, or La Cellier, or uh, Liberty Tree Tavern, or Cinderella's Royal Table in Magic Kingdom, um, any of those, you know, harder to get places, Chef Mickey's, they're more available closer to lunch hours. And you're probably saying, well, some of these places don't have like a lunch. Some of them, their breakfast will start at like you know seven o'clock in the morning and go all the way until noon. So that's one thing to be aware of um, as you're as you're booking dining and you're considering those things. So you know I can eat breakfast like any meal of the day it doesn't matter to me. Uh, but just be aware of that. plan a little bit of flexibility in your table service restaurants, plan at least a couple midday, especially if it's like your animal kingdom or your magic Kingdom Bay, something like that and get out of the sun a little bit and rest and relax. The fourth thing, and this was mentioned on uh, our feed earlier, which we'll uh, get to, I think Adam Coleman said this, spend some t- rest time at your resort or at your pool. Take a nap. Go back to the hotel. But you're like, I'm paying all this money to, to get into the parks and, do you know, I want to get there when it opens. I want to be there when it closes. Y'all, you know, look, I have done open to close, rope drop to, you know, getting borderline getting kicked out of the parks because you've been there too long kind of days. They're great and they're fun. Those days are not for families with small children like we have, uh, right? I mean, it's really fun to be able to do that because you get to just kind of like chill some during the day in the parks. But there is something rejuvenating about being able to go back to your hotel and taking a nap maybe getting in the pool and just chilling for a while and resting and then going back and you're re-energized and you're ready to go for the rest of the night and maybe still close out the park if you wanted to. So uh, definitely consider naps, definitely consider just kicking back and uh, relaxing. So um, Brooks says neck fans, neck fans are great. Um, that is a great option for uh, staying cool and being in the heat at Walt Disney World. Um, those are kind of become more popular in recent years, I think. Uh, Just make sure that you have the um, ability to either replace the batteries or recharge them if they're like USB powered, uh, whatever the case is. So they can be helpful um, to some. So Jen says she got her Camelback at Target. Uh, So again, Camelback is kind of a brand name of, uh, uh, they make full backpacks, but they also make just the simple backpacks that carry the water bladders and kind of have the, you know, big long straw that comes out and sort of sits on your shoulder. Um, Those are great. Um, Mark, um, Mr. Polly says, uh, does Disney still do free ice water when you ask post-COVID? Yes, uh, at the quick service restaurants. We talked about that uh, earlier. Jen, thank you for helping out in the comments there. Appreciate it. She's kind of our, uh, unofficial moderator, so <laughs> uh Jen says midday lunch equals full all day yeah if you're <laughs> if you're not careful you're just gonna um yeah that that could equal nap, so <laughs> get your midday lunch go back to the resort, take a nap or just find a nice bench and close your eyes or something um anyway uh so yeah spend some time um at your rest at your resort. Um, take advantage of that time, especially if you're staying at one of the monorail monorail uh, loop resorts, Grand Floridian, Disney's Contemporary, uh, Bay Lake Tower, uh, or the villas at Grand Floridian or the Polynesian or the, just the regular Polynesian um, or Grand Floridian sides, uh, or even over at, um, you know, the campgrounds at Fort Wilderness or the cabins at Fort Wilderness or or Wilderness Lodge. Like those, are, that's a are great location for Magic Kingdom as well. Uh, the resorts over close to Epcot, like Beach Club and Yacht Club and the Villas at the Beach Club and uh, the Villas over at Boardwalk and the Boardwalk Inn as well. Those are great resorts to be in close proximity to another form of transportation other than the buses and also within walking distance in some of the parks. So great options if you're an animal kingdom person, animal kingdom lodge makes complete sense for you as well. So a lot of great options out there. Again, most of the deluxe re- resort hotels are within close proximity to um, to most of the parks. Um, Disney's Riviera Resort, of course, being on the Skyliner as well on the way to uh, EPCOT. So definitely check that one out. The pool there is amazing. So so fun. Uh, don't sleep on that resort. At all. Uh, Number five, if you're following along, it's number five on my list. I don't know if it's number five or not, (laughs) where we are uh, now. But uh, number five, enjoy your favorite frozen treats like ice cream. Get those Mickey Premium Bars. Um, And like to hear my son uh, yesterday... (laughs) <laughs> we were just like playing pretend like he was bringing me ice cream and stuff. Uh, with like some of the play kitchen stuff that we've got. And he was, he was trying to say a premium bar and it was the funniest, like cutest thing ever, ever, uh, which I had a recording of it, but it came out like premium bar or something like that. Um, But Mickey Premium Bars, uh, your Dole Whip or Dole Whip Floats. I'm a Dole Whip Float kind of person. Big fan of those. Love the pineapple juice and pineapple Dole Whip. Um, Big, big fan of those. Of course, you can get those at multiple locations. You can get Dole Whip and Dole Whip Floats at Disney Springs. You can get them at the Pineapple Lanai, the Polynesian. Uh, You can also get them at Aloha Isle, which is kind of the main location uh, for Dole Whips over at uh in in Adventureland at Magic Kingdom. So there's a lot there's some other spots as well that I haven't named that you can get Dole Whip uh items around. They're they're one of the best uh snacks out there to beat beat the heat at Disney. Number 6, and this is again, you know, in addition to staying hydrated uh and resting, uh, wear the appropriate clothing, you know. This just like makes sense. You see people that like walk in, like D- Disney loves to sell spirit charities. We know that. But when it's 95 degrees outside and 167% humidity or whatever it is, and the 3 o'clock shower is going on, and, like, everybody's sweating around you, and you've got your spirit jersey on, that's just, you know, I I would not do that. Would not do that. Maybe buy one ticket home with you, whatever, wear, wear it around Christmas um, when it's cooler outside. Um, but just have some common sense uh, to to wearing the appropriate clothing at Disney and always keep in always also keep in mind that this is a family friendly resort area, uh, moisture wicking, uh, shirts and pants. And I would say even say undergarments like are, are huge. They make a big difference, uh, in your comfort throughout the day. Uh, even moisture wicking socks. Uh, if you're wearing like tennis shoes, you're not going to wear Chacos, uh, which speaking of which RIP to one of my Chacos, my dog got into it and, just kind of sad about that because I've had those for a while. Uh, Columbia style fishing shirts, you know the ones that are made of that like lightweight moisture wicking um, material that have sort of the vent in the back. Um, there's a style for ladies. There's a style for men. Uh, there are other brands that make those as well. I think Magellan is the name of one company. You can find those at a lot of uh, outdoor stores and like places like Kohl's and Walmart. Or whatever. Um, they're they're super practical for a number of reasons. They're lightweight. They're super practical for when it's warm outside and they don't take up a lot of room in your luggage. So there's that, you know, you can even throw those in like a carry on if you wanted to. And, um, it would, it would help you get down there without having to, uh, overpack uh, too much. So and then next on the list is wearing the right shoes. Take care of your feet and they will take care of you. Take care of your feet and they will take care of you. So, uh, you know, it, don't don't go in there wearing like work boots or hiking boots or something like that. I mean, find yourself a comfortable pair of sandals. If they're like the old leather rainbow flip flops or chaco sandals or like I like or Birkenstocks or Tevas or you know whatever brand that they may be, um, you know, wear the right shoes. And I would also suggest uh, bringing a backup pair of shoes as well because it it might rain. Um, your feet might get stanky. You might want to air out your shoes, you know, if you're there for, at the parks for a few days. Um, I would, And not just, like, for to match with your outfit, but I'm talking, like, be practical when you go to the parks. You can be practical and, and be matchy and color coordinate and all those kinds of things. But, again, take care of your feet. You don't want your trip to be ruined because your feet are constantly hurting all day long. Um, if you want some advice on, um, like, great footwear or shoes, Go to your local running store and they will help fit you because not everybody's foot is is the same. Some people have high arches like I do. Some people have um, you know, lower arches and almost no arches like my wife does. Some people are in between. Some people have long feet. Some people have shorter feet. So all different types of feet. Make sure you, you fit yourselves with the right type of shoes. that's going to work for you for your trip because you will be on your feet a lot. A lot. Um, take a pool day. We already talked about that You're at your resort. Take a nap. Um, also, go enjoy some indoor non-park attractions. This is like a, a rainy day thing too. But go enjoy some enjoy some indoor non-park attractions uh, like the the animation lessons you can get uh, at Rafiki's Plant Watch over at Animal Kingdom right now. Um, You can go bowling at Splitsville. You can catch a show or movie at Disney Springs. You can go do something fun off-property that is indoors, like the Crayola Experience or the uh, Science Museum that's in Orlando. Um, You can go check out the Mall at Millennia. Um, You can, you know, go explore another part. You know, another another theme park in the Orlando area. Go explore the inside parts of your resort. Like some some of these resort lobbies are massive, like the Grand Floridian. Uh, some of them have a little, little sort of you know hidden nooks and crannies uh, that are fun to see. You can tour the resorts. You can go and see what they're all about, right, and what they have to offer. You can go, you know, monorail hopping um, if you're just tired of standing out in the rain at Magic Kingdom. There's a lot of great things to see and do inside at Walt Disney World. Uh, there are also a lot of great indoor attractions uh, as well that'll that'll get you out of the heat. And like shout out to. Uh, Shout out to Hall of Presidents, right? Carousel of Progress, uh, American Adventure, like some of the best AC on property and some of those. Um, I find that Spaceship Earth is one of the best 20-minute naps you'll uh, ever have. Um, Moving onwards, also the water parks are a great practical way. We talked about the pools, uh, but the water parks... Are an outstanding way uh, at Walt Disney World uh, to beat the heat. Just you know, get out there, enjoy some slides, the lazy rivers, the wave pools, you know, all the things. And I really like the way that they're set up. So they're not um, uh, they're not set up where like everything is surrounding one like main area. They're sort of little like little pathways that lead off and little more like private nooks and areas where your group can get together and, and, and and sort of things like that. So, uh, lots of great shade as well. Um, and love the Disney water parks. They are a lot of fun. Um, the last thing on my list before we get to some of the comments, um, is (laughs) go in the cooler months, just go in the cooler months, right? Go in the cooler months. Um, Wendy on the Facebook feed said, go November to March. And that's actually a really good piece of advice. Uh, go, I love going in November for a number of reasons. If you go like November 1 right after Halloween, you will see some of the fall decorations still up, maybe, and you'll see some of the holiday decorations begin to come out. Right, The holiday decorations uh, start going up in early November and then stay uh, typically until around early January-ish, is when they begin taking all of them down just after the new, just after the new year. So, great time to go. Uh, think about the time of year you're, you're going to go and be intentional about it. But again, I understand that uh, there are some people that are limited to the time of year they can go. So, you know, we work with them. We try to figure out you know the best way possible for uh, them to enjoy. Um, enjoyed their experience. So so Jen says, Tiki Room, talk about some of the best AC on property, 100%. The Tiki Room is great. So back on the old personal feed, uh, again, Adam says, go back to the to the resort, take a cold shower. There's a, there's a great idea. Uh, and then a nap, the Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the three caballeros. Uh, think me later over at Epcot in the Mexico Pavilion. Um, shout out to La Cava there. Uh, Jen says, Dole lives. Jordan says, pool time. And let's see who else. Brooke says, I was just telling my brother what a game changer it is to have pool time during the day. You used to be a rope drop to close person, but those midday breaks are the best. And you are absolutely dead on with that. Heather says, stay hydrated and keep your drink with some uh, electrolytes in it. Gatorade, uh, body armor, um, you know, liquid IV. I use the noon like um, tablets that are like, sugar-free, vegan, whatever, um, that you drop in. It's kinda of like an Alka seltzer, but like not for what Alka seltzer's for, but it's that sort of thing because it makes your water fizzy and they're good. Uh they're not and the flavors are good. You can get some with caffeine in them if you want. Uh another Heather uh says go in December or January. Uh Ray says baby care center, good thing. We have a <laughs> we have a baby. Yeah. Um so yeah, if you've got a if you got a a young one with you and you're like, man, I don't know about like going to the parks in the summer. Uh, I just don't know if I want to do that. I've got like young kids and, you know, my you know, I'm nursing if you're, you know, the mom or, or my wife's nursing or, or, or feeding them or worry about them getting overheated. Those baby care centers are clutch, y'all. Like as, again, as a parent of four young children that has been to Disney with all of them, we know the baby care centers. They are a great stop they're they're fully stocked if you forget diapers uh right if you uh if there's something that you need they can help you find it 9 times out of 10 they have great changing areas you know rockers in some of them some of the baby care centers are larger than others Right. So the one at Magic Kingdom, I believe, is the largest um, of of all of them. Uh, The one at Animal Kingdom, I think, is the smallest of all the baby care centers. Um, But again, there's they are staffed well. There are cast members there to help you. Uh, If you don't know where it is, if you can't find it on a map, um, then you can ask somebody. But the great thing about the old My Disney Experience app is that there is like a built in GPS um, like sort of directional thing. Um, this is sort of a little My Disney Experience pro tip. If you open the My Disney Experience app, you can pull it open if you're in one of the parks or on property and you're connected to Wi-Fi especially and you like key in where you want to go and there's a direction button uh, on there. Once you find the place, you know, instead of hitting like menu or direction or whatever, uh, or you just hit the directions button and it'll tell you how to get to wherever you're trying to go. Uh, so great, great little tip there. So uh, thank you all for um, your comments uh, today. This has been hugely helpful. And I hope that um, this uh, conversation that we've had again around beating the heat at Walt Disney World um, has been helpful for you. Uh, it's helpful for me to um, revisit some of these things because sometimes if you haven't been in a while uh, or or if you're just trying to figure out if it's you know something you want to do or not, Um, then, you know, it's something to think about. So, you know, I would say, you know, one thing that came up over and over and over again today in a lot of the feedback that I got is don't neglect, like going back to your resort in the middle of the day and taking a nap, you know, grabbing a snack from your snack stash in your room or enjoying the pool or checking out a restaurant or exploring the resort a little bit more. Um, Just chill for a little bit, y'all. Re-energize, get back out there later in the day and finish out the day well. And I think you'll have an absolutely, absolutely exciting time. I uh, really do. So we're going to check the feed one more time to see if there's any other comments there in the list. Yep. Nope. I think we're good to go. So, y'all, this has been a fantastic conversation. Really appreciate you all um, honing. <laughs> Uh really appreciate you all uh, tuning in. Um, and again, we miss Tanya being with us. And obviously, yes, our viewer count is lower when she's not here. Uh, so hopefully she'll be back with us next week because I know a lot of y'all love uh, having her on. Uh, Tanya <laughs> shared this a little while ago, and she said it's just John tonight. So if you like a calmer show, tune in uh, with a laughy face. So there you go. Uh, So, again, thank you all so much for tuning in with us for Travel Toops Tuesday. Uh, We hope you have an outstanding week. If you want to get on our VIP list for 2023 bookings, by the time most of you listen to this in podcast land, bookings will be live. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, Just click that links to all the things link right there in the show notes, and you'll be able to get in touch with me that way. So it's got links to uh, all our website stuff, contact information, and yada, yada, yada. So you can find everything, any way possible to get in touch with me will be found there. So thank you again. We hope you'll have a magical rest of your day, and we will see you again real soon next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.